Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Creative Sports Marketing Talk. Today, we're going to get into NBA players who should have changed teams in free agency. We're also going to talk a little bit about keywords. How can they improve your Google rankings? So stay tuned. So again, welcome everyone. First on our uh, on our agenda today is we're going to talk a little bit about NBA players who should have changed teams in free agency. We're at a rare point in the NBA calendar when every team feels good about its roster, whether they are rebuilding, gunning for a title, or anything in between. All 30 clubs have reasons to be optimistic for the remainder of the offseason. However, not every player can say the same about his team. The annual game of the NBA musical chairs was larger than ever before this offseason, as almost 40% of the player pool tested free agency in some fashion. With so much upheaval, it makes sense that some players may already regret their decisions, especially those who choose to resign, whether it be a lack of playing time, a bad roster, or additional circumstances. There are numerous reasons midway through next season these players might look around and realize they'll be happier elsewhere. Let's examine one or two of these eight situations. We're going to talk about Javal McGee, Los Angeles Lakers. His contract is just two years for minimal money, so he could be easily he could easily be moved to a front court needy team like the Boston Celtics, though it's doubtful the Lakers would help them willingly, or maybe even the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, secondly, let's talk about Nolan's uh, Neal, Oakland's Oklahoma City Thunder. After years of maturity questions, Neal finally seems to have come to the terms with his place in the NBA. He stays out of the way on, on offense and remains a potentially elite, versatile defender. These kind of low-maintenance role players can be tremendous on clubs with title inspirations, but are sort of useless on middling to bad teams like the Thunder. Neil should hope to find some, find himself on a contender like the Los Angeles Clippers or Houston Rockets in the near future. Now, this, this let's. I would go a little bit deeper into these other six players that are crazy. I'll put a link below and let you see for yourself on some of these players. But overall, let's get to the main the main situation here. This is the biggest offseason. Almost 40% of the player tested the free agency in some in some fashion. And this goes with any sport. I mean, the way I like to, to relate it to is, are we getting close to the movie Basketball? I mean, seriously, are we getting to the point where where so many players are moving around that it's just becoming exhausting for the fans. Fans are starting to look at this and think, hey, like too many players. Are, how are you supposed to be a fan of your team? How is the brand supposed to grow? I, I know at the end of the day, if you look, every team is a business and players are their employees. And they want the best team possible because the best team possible brings ticket sales. Ticket sales... And sponsorships are the biggest moneymaker for the teams. That's what they do. That's the whole purpose of a team. And at the end of the day, them winning brings more tickets, brings more sponsorships. So, yes, why do why do teams do this? Why are teams 
I don't know why teams don't look. I mean, I, I know NFL is a little bit different than the NBA, but why doesn't anyone have the mentality of Bill Belichick and the Patriots? I know he's, I mean, I'm not a big Patriots fan, but I, I do know that, I mean, he's a genius. Uh, one of my one of my clients uh, who played for the Patriots for, for many years even told me how genius their back-end business was. And so... Why aren't the NBA's? Why isn't the NBA teams doing the same thing? Yes, I understand that their draft is a little bit different the way they do their draft, but look at it. I mean, it's all over the place. Forty percent of the of the player pool tested free agency. That is quite a bit. Uh, I think people like consistency. They don't like change. Uh, they do want their teams to win, and they're they're willing to see a drastic move if necessary. But you should be evolving. You should be evolving your teams around what you have. Grow with your team. Grow with the players you have. This doesn't just benefit the team. It also benefits the players as they grow. It helps the teams get used to what the players do. They're in, if they're injury, injury prone, what they can do to help them in that in that perspective. Uh, so overall. Uh, if you have any comments on this, uh, please write below. I do, I, I, I do really like talking about this conversation because I do think that the melting pot of players moving around, and this isn't every sport moving around too much. It's, it's just, it comes. I know it comes with the territory of sports, but did it always? Uh, please comment below again with your thoughts on this, and and let's let's have a discussion about it. Now for. The marketing topic of the day, we're going to talk a little bit more about keywords again, how they can improve your Google ranking. Now, if you're new to the world of online marketing, you may not be familiar with the term keywords. I've talked about it in a few other videos. Um, I'll always be talking about it because at the end of the day, I've always say content is king. Keywords, to me, are by far the most important aspect if they're done right with your website, with your social media marketing with your hashtags, with everything that you do, it's what's going to help grow your business. I know it brings down, it's a lot like the sports teams. If you look at it from, like I said, at the end of the day, they're winning, but the whole reason they're trying to win games is to bring more sales to the sports team. Keywords, bring more business to the player, or to the, to the business itself. However, this is an incredibly important topic and one that every player, website owner should be equipped with basic knowledge of. Using keywords correctly can be very beneficial for your website and ultimately help your business grow and become more successful. So we've talked about SEO and search engine optimization in the past, keywords in the past, the basics. In a nutshell, keywords are essential the topics and concepts define your content. For example, if you own a website for your dry cleaning business, or let's say for your sports team, most of the keywords that your site are going to be related to, topics and concepts on your sports team or on your players. Some examples of keywords for your sports team could be Dallas Mavericks tickets, Dallas what to do in Dallas, Dallas, Mavericks, 
sports players, uh, things of that nature. And, and that's just me going off the top of my head here. But keywords can be exact or broad and can also be single words or even long phrase, long tail keywords. And the long tail keywords are the keywords that no one utilizes. So you use those first to move yourself up. And these really relate to when you're in a specific uh, specific area. Like I said, Dallas Mavericks, you know, Dallas, Texas Mavericks, you know, Texas, uh, Dallas Mavericks, basketball, things of that nature. So what are keywords in SEO? Keywords are very important in SEO. They help search engines identify what your post, profile, or website is about and help the people who need the products or services or information you offer get to your page. Think about it in this way. People are people use search engines to find something very specific. When someone goes online to Google, they enter in a term or question. Then Google pulls up a list of websites that each have content containing keywords related to that search term. Let's relate this back to our, our example on sports. If someone lives in Phoenix and they want Suns tickets, they're going to go on to Google, they're going to type in Phoenix Suns tickets or tickets in Phoenix. And that's even broader because there's going to be more companies that bring up tickets to Phoenix or something similar to that effect. Then Google will pull up a list of websites that contain information, videos, blogs, and other types of content that relate to you know, that sport in, in Phoenix, Arizona. So how do keywords affect Google rankings? To understand how keywords affect Google rankings, you must first know some basic information about how Google works. Google wants to be the best search engine out there. In order for them to accomplish this, Google must be the very best at providing people what they're looking for. For this reason, Google lists websites in a certain order to give Google users the best experience possible. One of the factors that affects the order of rankings for Google listing is called relevancy. The websites that have the most relevancy and relevant content for a particular search term or keyword rank at the top of the list. While websites with less relevant content rank at the end of the, of the search results. Most people will not click websites past the first three pages of the Google search results that are mine, our capacity just doesn't do it anymore. For this reason, the goal of keywords in SEO is to get your website to rank at the top of the list or search terms. So this means you have to create keyword rich content that in order to help your website rank well, for this, you may want to consider working with a digital marketing agency. A digital agency will ha- will have the tools and the team of people, including bloggers, content writers, SEO experts, web developers, that can help you add keyword-rich content to your website and improve your Google ranking. There are many ways to accomplish this, but an agency will be able to determine the, the right strategies, help you define that strategy, depending on your business, market, and situation, and take the majority of the work off your hands for you. So in summary, keywords are a vital part of SEO. Adding keyword-rich content to your website can help it rank better on Google, Google search results, and increase your traffic, eventually leading to a dramatic increase in leads and conversions. Like I said, an agency can help you do this. So look at keywords as the main part. Don't just keyword stuff. I brought this up in past videos. Keyword stuffing is bad. You need to have... A whole bunch of people do this. In our agency, we have, 
you know, bloggers write content around spe specific words, uh, keywords. We do all the research on it. We have our SEO experts do the keyword research, find relevant, but also worry about volume. If the volume's over like a million views for that keyword, don't think that that's a golden one. That's actually by the opposite. It's a lot like using a hashtag that has too many posts on it. You're going to be at the bottom of the list. You have to you have to build yourself up. So you have to kind of use lower relevant keywords that no one's utilizing and then kind of keep switching it. And that's why it's called management. And that's why you manage it because you can continually grow and switch these keywords out and do something. If you'd like to know more information on, on keyword research or content creation, uh, give me a comment below. Or you can always reach out uh, through our email at uh, hello at creative.com. Besides that, that's it for today, and remember, active expression.